Hello, hello, and welcome to Programming Your Mind to Welcome Success podcast. This is created especially to equip you with all the information to nourish your mind so that you achieve success in your own terms. My name is Jessica Rojas Liscano, and I'll guide you in finding the answers you've been looking for to get to the next level, just like I do every day in my work as a career coach. Now, if you catch me saying comment on this video, that is because I've also shared this information on my YouTube channel that is called Jessica Rojas Liscano Career and Success Mindset Coaching. I invite you to check it out for more Career Booster Bites. For now, get ready. It's time to welcome success into your life. All right, all right. So you are going through difficult times at work, dealing with a difficult colleague or simply looking to improve your work environment. Well, it happens to all of us. Sometimes we have to face an uncomfortable person or uncomfortable moments because someone just lost it and we are the recipients of that anger. That's why today we're going to explore effective science-backed strategies for calming down an angry colleague on your team. First, it is important to wait for the ideal moment. When someone is angry, his or her mind is in a challenging emotional and mental state. So waiting for them to calm down a bit can be the key to a more effective conversation. But how long do you have to wait before doing something? All right, so according to neuroscience, the waiting time can vary depending on the situation and the person involved, of course. A person's emotional response can be influenced by factors such as the intensity of the emotion, the personality, the environment, and the previous experiences. However, generally speaking, Neuroscience suggests that waiting at least a few minutes, let's say about 10 to 20 minutes, can be beneficial in conflict situations or when someone is emotionally upset. From a neuroscience perspective, this pause will allow you to adjust emotional reactivity. When a person is upset, their sympathetic nervous system, that part that is um, responsible for the fight and flight response, remember? That part may be activated. So taking a short break allowed this activation to decrease, facilitating a more effective and rational communication. And I can promise you this one really works. On the other hand, we leave them a moment to do emotional processing. Our brain needs time to process emotions. We all know this. The prefrontal cortex responsible for the logical thinking and the self-control can be hampered during an intense emotional response. So waiting a few minutes allows this part of the brain to regain its ability to function more clearly. Another advantage of waiting is avoiding impulsive reactions and encouraging empathy. You see everything that happens when you wait about 10 minutes, it changes everything. Now, the second thing that applies here is active listening, a very powerful tool in communication. When you approach to talk to the person who is angry or upset, Just listen, pay attention to what they are saying, show genuine interest and avoid interrupting. This can help the person feel valued and understood. Do you remember the last time you were upset and you needed to discharge everything you had inside? Well, this person is not very different. So let him or her express feelings. Your role at that moment is just simply to listen. But seriously, just listen, pay full attention. When practicing active listening, it is essential to focus completely on the person who is speaking. This means eliminating distractions such as electronic devices or internal thoughts and devoting your full attention to the person and their message. 
Ask open-ended questions. Asking open-ended questions encourages the person to expand and express their thoughts and feelings in more detail. These questions usually begin with, the, with words like what or how or why, instead of just simply having simple yes or no answers. The last thing would be reflect and validate. During the conversation, reflecting and validating what the person is expressing shows that you are actively listening and understanding their feelings. You can do this by briefly repeating what they have said or expressing empathy towards their emotions. For example, you can say things like, I understand that you're feeling frustrated by this situation, or of course, or yes, I see that. Or of course, any expression of yours that is natural, that implies that you are listening and assimilating, really apply this and you will see the difference. And there is a third step. This is where the concepts from neuroscience and neurolinguistic programming come into play. When you communicate, use words and phrases that reflect the person's values. This will activate brain areas associated with empathy and understanding. Let me tell you how, how it works. When a person is upset, but is already in an emotional state of openness, if you talk to them in terms of what really matters to them and say what they really want to hear, the person will not only completely come out of the upset state, but they will feel understood, which activates this sense of belonging that is needed to return to a state of calm and emotional stability. And by the way, as a bonus for you and your work relationships, this person will fully trust you and this will happen so much more that he or she will see you completely differently. So always communicate in terms of the other person's values. And finally, a powerful strategy is to reactivate the person to get them out of their emotional state. Ask questions that lead them to think about solutions and alternatives instead of getting caught in the emotion of the moment, right? So never, ever, never leave a person who is or was upset in an emotional state that facilitates doubt or insecurity because this can bring them back to this uh, state of anger or they can be upset again. So take the person to a new state, one where he or she can project him or herself in another way, where they can see light and options. If you train yourself in this, you can even lead the person to wonder why they got upset in the first place. So I challenge you to practice this, to take your team to another level of potential. So in short, calming an angry person on your team, yes, it requires practice, it requires patience, active listening, empathy, and the ability to guide the conversation towards solution. Yes, but you will gain power. You will have the power to change the dynamics of your work environment. And remember, if you're looking for opportunities to grow professionally, developing your communication and emotional management skills will take you far, very, very far in your career. Thank you so much for following me and listening until the end, and especially for being with me on this journey of professional growth. If you find these tips useful, you know how it works. Don't forget to like it, subscribe, and share this podcast channel with your colleagues, because you know how it works. Together, we can build healthier and more successful work environments. What an order to be part of your journey to program your mind to welcome success. 
Remember to follow this podcast so that you don't miss the next episode. You can also listen to other great episodes like Manifest the Career of Your Dreams or even Clear Steps to Achieve Your Career Evolution. This is really great food for your thoughts. I invite you to also subscribe to my newsletter for more career boosters. Now, if you are on Instagram, I would love to connect there as well. My handle is my full name, Jessica Rojas Liscano. Drop me a comment and let's stay in touch. For now, I wish you a very productive week full of moments where you can see how success is starting to manifest in your professional and personal life.